exercise. One of the best drugs in the world gives you a high almost immediately. And when I say almost immediately, 10 seconds. The phosphate system of the human body, the body's, the, the body's uh, decision-making system for get the hell out of there because you're under threat. Somebody's trying to kill you, something's trying to kill you. You're, you could die. Your body goes into immediate response and it, that immediate 100% effort lasts for 10 seconds. And that's where we get the chemical changes, the I feel fantastic in my head change, my body gets fitter and stronger faster because I'm working at 100% effort. So why do we force people or suggest for people or preach at people or tell people that they have to exercise for more than 10 seconds? And it's a question I've been asking passionately, obviously, for a really long time because I'm a, and I, I, I feel I've got the right to ask the question because I've been the person that did the long distance exercise. I did the one hour, two hour walks. I did the 45 minute classes. I've run 21 marathons, 17 half marathons. And I've busted my body from overuse injury, wearing out my joints, and probably the worst thing, getting bored. To go out for a really long time where you're doing your exercise because you have to, not because you want to. And I share that because I thought I had to do long exercise to get a result. And that's because I didn't learn my anatomy and physiology. That's because I didn't learn my body systems, what they are and what they do and how they operate. And if you want to get body changes, and there's probably the best question, why do you exercise? Do you exercise for fun? Awesome. Do whatever you love to do. But if you're exercising for results, you want to get fitter, stronger, leaner, faster, more powerful, feel fantastic, then you have to put your body under stress because it doesn't change unless you force it to change. And change comes from stress. And I always love the example, if you love diamonds like I do, people think, oh, Robbie just loves diamonds. I love the concept of the diamond. It used to be a black rock or a brown rock, just a rock. Put it under pressure and it becomes the most sparkly, expensive, beautiful piece of rock in the world. That's how I view the human body. We can just be ordinary. Or if we put ourselves under pressure, physically and mentally, we get the chemical changes that turn us into something that's significant. <laughs> we can get really fit and really strong and feel really good about ourselves. But that doesn't come from plod jogging. It doesn't come from going for a walk. It doesn't come from low intense activity. You have to force your body to change. <laughs> so you have to put in 100% effort. But why I'm so passionate, excited about that is for most people, the biggest reason they don't exercise is they don't have time. So if I share with people, you only have to exercise for 10 seconds. You have to put in 100% effort, but it's only 10 seconds. As soon as you run out of breath, as soon as you're puffed, as soon as you, you need to stop, which is always at 10 seconds, because the physiology of the human body energy systems, the phosphate system lasts for 10 seconds. You can't go at 100% for longer than 10 seconds. And as I always share, please have a look at running races at particularly Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games, World Championship athletic events. The 100 metre sprint is always around about the 10 seconds or just a little bit under, and those people are going at 100% effort. Everything after that is a pace race. And it's interesting because I've just watched the, hundred, uh, sorry, the 800 metre races where they do two laps of an, of an athletic stadium. And it's very obvious that they're, that they're saving themselves up for the end. They're pacing themselves so that at the end they can go at 100% effort. 
What I'm asking you as an exercise professional who delivers information, if you're telling people to exercise, why do we waste their time at the beginning with the pace, 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 and then go hard at the end? Even a 42.2 kilometer fun run <laughs> marathon, uh, I always giggle about this because this is what I call it now. It's a 42 kilometer warm up for a 200 or 100 meter sprint at the end. Because it's really interesting to watch people who say they can't run, can't run, can't run, run out of energy, run out of energy. But when they know that the end is, is near, <laughs> the finish line is almost there, it's amazing that the body produces this extra energy, adrenaline, epinephrine, cortisol, because your body knows that it's the end and you're going to be sprinting. So your body produces the chemicals that you need, and even at the end of a 42-kilometer run, for you to be able to run really hard to put in 100% effort. So my question is always this, why do I do the 42 at the beginning when the result comes from, the 100% effort comes from, and I always ask this question, how can I get 100% result if I don't put in 100% effort? If I put in a 50% effort, surely I'm only going to get a 50% result. Or if I put in a 50% effort, it's going to be a really long, slow, boring result. Now, my big question now, if you are a coach or if you are an exercise professional like I am, or like me, you're a person who wants to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life, you don't have the time anymore to be out for an hour or 45 minutes or two hours on your bike. You just want to be fit and strong and healthy and stay that way for the rest of your life. And you want to do it fast, not slow and boring. The question is, why do we always seem to tell people, even, and I've heard this a lot lately, because people are starting to understand that if you exercise in the phosphate system and you go really hard at 100% effort, that you might actually get a result. But here's what I'm hearing people say. And then when you get fit, you can do more. Or when you, can get, when you get fit, you can go for longer. Or when you get fit, you can exercise for much, much more time in your life. Well, why do we say that? That the phosphate system, the 100% effort energy system that lasts for 10 seconds, it's never going to last for 15 seconds. Once I go past 10 seconds, I'm in the lactate system. And my challenge with the lactate system, <laughs> unless you have a sport that works in that system, it produces lactic acid. It's just part of that system. And lactic acid is an acid. I'll say that again, lactic acid. <laughs> and it causes unfit people to feel sick and it causes a burning sensation in your muscles. Now, as you get really fit, people say to me, oh, but I like lactic acid, I love the burn, or I love to feel that lactic acid building up in my body, I've built up a tolerance to lactic acid. Well, congratulations, there's two reasons for that. One is you are, you've gotten fitter in the lactic system, or the lactate system, and you've got a sport that requires you to work in that system. So I'll use K-Man for an example. He's uh, currently uh, competing in judo. Judo and most martial arts events go for three to five minutes, so obviously he has to have an, a, a level of phosphate fitness, a level of lactate fitness, and a level of aerobic fitness. But I always ask this question, and this is the... the the uh, physiology question that you as an exercise professional, that me as somebody who wants to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of my life, I always ask this, if I get really fit in the phosphate system, won't I be fit in the lactate system and won't I get fit and strong for, for my aerobic activity? Because I've gotten 100% fit. And as you get 100% fit, is it possible that your body can now deal with all the other things that come into your life? So if you're phosphate fit, is it possible that when you have to work in the lactate system, you'll be able to handle that lactic acid buildup better? 
Now, that lactate, uh, lactic acid in the lactate system makes people feel sick. It gives them nausea and it gives them a burning sensation. So for elite athletes, fantastic. If you love it, fantastic. But for, for people who want to be fit and they hate exercise, could that be one of the reasons why they don't exercise? Because we take them past 10 seconds, they're going really hard, and they think they have to go for longer because we told them they have to go for longer. Why did we tell them that? Why don't we get go to 100% go to effort, get puffed, go as hard as you possibly can in the phosphate system, get phosphate fit, get phosphate strong, and then stop, get your breath back, wait till the phosphate system recovers, and then go again. Now, you don't have to go again. You might do a phosphate uh, sprint in the morning, and then you might do a phosphate sprint while you're waiting for the microwave to go, while you're waiting for your coffee. You might do a phosphate sprint while you're... Uh, waiting for the washing machine to finish. You might do a phosphate uh, sprint while you're waiting for the next telephone call to come in. And that's an example I use in my life because one of the reasons that people exercise is yes to look good, yes to feel good, and what about to have a stack of energy. So rather than put a whole heap of energizing chemicals into our brain at the start of the day or the end of the, end of the day, or even sprint, rest, sprint, rest, sprint, rest for 45 minutes during a class, which is a much better class than a plod jog class. So you go there, you get puffed, you get your breath back, get puffed, get your breath back. That's a much better class than... But I'm just getting one injection of the chemicals that make me feel good. If I throughout the day, four, ten seconds, get puffed, get puffed, get puffed three, four, five, ten, fifteen times throughout the day, but it's only ten seconds. Could it feel like I'm actually not exercising because it's only ten seconds? But I change my chemical response in my body constantly, so I've got serotonin, dopamine, endorphins, brain-derived neurotropic factor, pumping through my brain, pumping through my brain, pumping through my body, making me feel good, woohoo, all day long. So I'm just sharing with you personally from a lady who used to run marathons, half marathons. I used to teach 45-minute classes, one-hour classes. We used to have these mega classes where we'd do two or three hours. I once did a 24-hour group exercise class because we used to teach people that the more you do, the better. Well, is it possible that the more you do, the more likely you are to get injured? The more you do, the more you are likely to get bored. The more you do, the more likely life could take over and you don't have time anymore to do 45 minutes or an hour. Or the more you do, the less effort you put in. And that's the really important question here. If I go for longer and I start pacing myself, I get out of my phosphate system, so what happens to my 100% result? So I'm, as I seem to be doing a lot of lately, I'm begging. <laughs> Could we please, if you haven't already, learn your anatomy and physiology? So what are the body systems that are affected when you exercise? What happens to the central nervous system, the endocrine hormonal system, skeletal muscular system? What happens to the way I feel, the way I look? Everything about my body, when I put it under 100% effort, what happens to it? And if I put it under pressure and I get really fit and get really strong, why would I need to go for longer? Why wouldn't I just put in a high-intense activity, put in a high-intense activity, put in a high-intense activity? And I always, this is my happy little song, my happy little mantra, and the reason why I'm happy all the time, and people say, Roa, you can't be happy all the time. How about this? Four puffs an hour, four puffs an hour, four puffs an hour, four puffs an hour. And I'm singing that loudly and long because if we did that, think about it, Every 15 minutes, if just for 10 seconds, we went as hard as we could, we got our, out of breath, we pushed our body to the 100% limit, 
what would happen to the rest of our life. If we constantly had happy drugs in our brain, if we constantly had a body that was in a state of, I feel good, no, 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 no. I knew that, I would now. I always have a giggle because I get accused every day of being unrealistically happy and obnoxiously happy. And, and I will, uh, this is a really funny story. I was chatting at a, a very big educational conference, it was for school teachers and school principals. And I asked the question about being happy on a regular basis, and I talked about exercising fifteen seconds. Sorry, for ten seconds every fifteen minutes. And I'm obviously very passionate about that. And at the end of my session, when I had been chatting with passion, enthusiasm, and excitement for probably forty-five minutes, which maybe maybe it's too long, forty-five minutes. And a lady came up to me and she said, oh, "You're one of those obnoxiously happy people, aren't you?" And she was quite angry. And I said, "Yes, I am." <laughs> And as she walked away in her aura of anger, I just thought to myself, if that lady had a sprint right now, if she put 100% effort into something, if she boxed, if she jump squatted, if she push up, if she sprinted on the spot, and you don't have to have equipment, you can just use your own body, her chemical response in her brain would change and she wouldn't feel so angry. She would feel happy and satisfied and rewarded. And that's the power of exercise. If you feel stressed, if you feel angry, if life is not looking after you very well, if you look after your body, is it possible that your body will look after you? If you don't feel good and you then pump serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, endorphins, brain-derived neurotropic factor into your body, is it possible that you will feel fantastic and you'll get fitter and you'll get stronger and you'll be able to fight germs, bugs, viruses and diseases and you'll have a body that's a fast, fat-burning, food-burning, calorie-burning, sugar-burning machine, and you'll have great hair, great skin, great nails, and you might be happy too. Wouldn't that be awesome? Ten seconds. Let's not force people to try and do longer or more. Let's get people to exercise intensely for ten seconds at 100% effort and turn their body into a high-performance machine. My name's Rowie. Thank you so much for coming to Romax, and I would love you to live your life to the max. So if you've got people in your life who you think need to exercise or want to exercise but they haven't got time or they've had a really terrible experience with exercise because it's long and boring and monotonous and it's hurt their joints, maybe because we're on YouTube, please maybe share this video with them. This is a very special thing we do every day. Come visit me at Romax every day because I'm here every single day to give you the best tips possible shared with me from the experts in the world on how to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life how to help the people in your life to be healthy, fit and strong, how to have a career or business that you love, how to be financially free and how to have great relationships, not just with other people, but the most important one, the relationship with yourself. May we all live life to the max. I feel good, na 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 na. I knew that I would now, because I get puffed every 15 minutes for 10 seconds. Woohoo! <laughs>